no BS part is you are going to lose if you don't get your stuff together. Like we need to start measuring some stuff. We need to start doing stuff that is challenging. When you hire me as a coach, that's a truth contract. Now it's like, listen, am I allowed to really tell you? Can I really tell you why you're losing now? Am I allowed to do that? When you hire me as a coach, that's actually my job. Welcome to Next Level University. I am your host, Kevin Paul Mary, And I am your co-host, Alan Lazarus. At Next Level University, we believe in a heart-driven, but no BS approach to holistic self-improvement for dream chasers. We bring you seven episodes per week to help you level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. Self-improvement in your pocket every day from anywhere for free. Welcome to Next Level University. Next Level Nation, welcome back to another very special, as always, episode of Next Level University, where we teach you how to level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode, number 1196, Whose Belief Can You Borrow? Today, for episode number 1197, What's the Kick in the Butt You Need? Was on the phone with a couple of clients. And this is the very interesting thing about getting to talk to people behind the scenes. So we were kind of doing a 2022 year end review where we're just doing a lot of those lately, doing a lot of them. Yeah, it's it's been very important. And I said, okay, number of listens, number of clients, number of dollars. What were those three things? And they gave them to me and they said, yeah, so we were actually we lost money again this year. And I was like, okay. And this is a this is a new client. We've been working together for a couple months. And I said, all right, compare that to last year. And they're like, okay, we lost X amount last year. I was like, all right, when's the last time you were profitable? And when's the last time you actually made money? And they're like, oh, probably our second year in business, third year in business. And I was like, what the hell happened? Like, what's going on? What do you mean? And I was like, you haven't made money in the last like four or five years? And they're like, no, not really. Like, we haven't really made any money. And I was like, okay, well, this, the tone of this call is about to change drastically because as your coach, it's my job to tell you the truth. And I said, do we agree on that? And they said, yeah. And I said, all right, cool. Here we go. So I proceeded to say, all right, what were you doing more of back then than you're doing now? And they, they gave me off a list. And one of the things was posting on social media. And I was like, simple, simple fix, simple. All right, cool. Let's post on social media. And one of the, one of the, so there's two hosts of this show and and two owners of this business and they're really, really sweet. So I'm very grateful. She literally prefaced it with, so I'm going to be a little bit of a brat. And I was like, all right, cool. What's up? And she said, you know, I don't really like posting on social media. And I was like, cool. And like, what else? And she's like, no, I just, I don't really connect with it. You know, it's not really my favorite thing in the world to do. I don't really like it that much. And I said, all right. I said, you're a fitness coach, right? You, you coach people on fitness and diet and exercise. And she said, yeah, yeah. And I said, what would you tell your client if they said that about exercise? And she's like, oh, I'd tell them they'd have to do it. And I said, right, right. You, you have to do it too. I said, I, I really want to be honest with you too. And again, our brand is heart-driven, with no B, uh, heart-driven but no BS. Heart-driven, I love you enough to tell you the truth. No BS, I need to tell you the truth. I said that. I said, heart-driven, I love you both very much. You're both very sweet And I wish you were winning. No BS part is you are going to lose if you don't get your stuff together. 
Like we need to start measuring some stuff. We need to start doing stuff that is challenging. I said, listen, if somebody told you starting your own business was easier than working somewhere else in terms of effort, you were lied to and 100%. you're going to lose. You're going to lose. You're going to lose. There's going to be some things that suck. There's going to be some things that are hard. The reason you made money however many years ago is because you were doing different stuff and you're not doing it anymore. I do not expect anything, anything to change unless you change. And the client literally said, I appreciate that very much. That's the kick in the butt I needed. The point of this episode is a lot of us might be surrounding ourselves with people. You, you'll hear this a lot where an artist, so just say like somebody who's a very successful singer, they surround themselves with people that are considered yes men, yes men, yes women, whatever, yes people, where if they ask them a question, am I, am I still good? Yes. Did that show go really well? Yes. Did I get any negative press? Nope, everything was positive. You're crushing it. How did the record sales do? Awesome, great. You're on the top of the charts. Uh, how is the record label happy with everything we're doing? Yes, absolutely. And it gets to the point where there, this person might be drinking every night and they, they're surrounded by people who are just like, yeah, do you, you should, you party it up, no worries. Because they're afraid to give that person the hard truth. But what that person needs is, hey, you need to get it together. Like, what are you doing here? You've drank, you drank four nights this week. You were on stage drunk for half your performances. Like, what do you want your legacy to be? Is that how you want people to remember you? What are we doing here? Didn't you start this because you wanted to have the, the best community and the, the most aligned audience ever? Didn't you want to bring joy to the world? You can't do that when you're on stage hammered. Like, get it together. Come on. That's the kick in the butt that that person needs. So that's what this episode is about. Where are you potentially avoiding that kick in the butt? And what would that kick in the butt do for you? Again, Alan and I both coach and we do very different, but kind of similar at the end of the day coaching where we're helping you achieve whatever result it is you want. Oftentimes, the hard part about being a coach is you got to give people a kick in the butt. You got to give people a kick in the butt. And I, I don't like that typically. Usually that's what I shy away from. But as my self-worth, my own personal self-worth has raised, I also understand that it's not, it doesn't say something about me by doing that because I do believe most people are grateful to get that feedback, even though it might suck, but it's, it's potential. Like I'm going to give you the potential to shift based on an outcome that I see that you might not be able to see yet. Cool. And that's always what it's been for me. I, I don't care that you don't want to post in your Facebook group. If you don't want to post in your Facebook group, get rid of it. I don't think you should. I think it's one of the most important things you have, but if you don't want to do it, Cool. I also don't expect you to win at the rate that you want. Are you okay with that? Yes or no? All right, cool. Right? That. That is what we're talking about in today's episode. So, uh, Kev, have you ever heard, I think I talked to you about this, the truth contract? Yes. Every, every relationship that you enter into has a subconscious or unconscious truth contract. And so, for example, if you walk into the convenience store, uh, I'll actually tell this story. This is funny. So you know how Zoas were like, you couldn't like get them ordered for a while? Um, so no, because I order like three to four 12 packs at a time. I just, I bulk order them. Okay, and then I put nice. them in my fridge. Nice. Yeah, yeah, it's good. It's good. So for for whatever reason in this area, there's like a little bit of a shortage and we got, just got our order. So it, it came in. Holidays, logistics, understandable. So I go to the convenience store. We have a really nice Cumberland Farms right next to my gym. Yes, and sir. it has Zoas. And they're honestly great price. 
same price, pretty much. You might have seen this come through the finances. $104 at Cumberland Farms. I did. I was like, what in the hell did he... (laughs) They both fill up their cars. What the hell 50 Slim Jims, please. No, I'm joking. All right, so so I get to the front desk, and I say, you know, uh, do you have any Zoas, any more Zoas out back? Because I checked, and there was only a couple. Do you have any Zoas out back? The guy goes in, and he's got, like, these reindeer things on, which is cool, because it's, like, holidays. Everyone's happy. And he walks back, and I can see through the glass that there's Zoas. There's, like, stacks of these Zoas, right? There's packs of them. And uh, he comes back, and he's like, couldn't find any. I was like, I can see them. They're right there. Uh, it's okay. No worries. But, like, those ones. Can we grab some of those? And he, he's like, how many do you want? I'm like, I'm going to buy them all. He's like, he goes back, and there's boxes. There's three boxes of these Zoas. And he's like, you know, how many do you want? I said, I'm going to buy them all. Every one of them, grab them, grab them all. Right. And so I grab them out back with him out back, like in the, in the freezer there or uh, fridge. And we bring them out front and there's these boxes of Zoa and I'm buying literally all of them. I think they came out to like 96 of them or something like that. I don't know. But anyways, so, uh, Emily and I have been, now we're, we're good. But the point of this story was, what was the name of the episode again? (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes you need a kick in the butt. Yeah. Or what's the kick in the butt you need? (laughs) <laughs> All right, so that's the truth contract. Truth contract. Okay. That person and I don't Sorry. have... I'm not going to coach that man. Okay? You go into a convenience store, you see this person, you're a stranger. <laughs> I'm sorry. And you have I'm a... Tr- I know, it's okay. I've it's lost true. it. It's I don't fair. know if I can bring it back. Give me a second. Go I don't on, know why, on. but I wanted to tell that story. It's great. Yeah, no. Look, I got to... Again, we're not sponsored by Zoa. <laughs> we really <we're, we're, laughs> aren't. I got a 12 He's got right, a 12 right here. Pack right there. Just love uh, it. So anyways, I have a truth contract with this person at the store that's very, very small. Meaning, we're not really allowed to coach each other. I'm not going to give him tough feedback. I'm not going to say, honestly, you should have known that they were there. I'm not going to be unkind. It is what it is. Let me move on with my life. It's all good. Kevin and I are business partners. Okay? You better believe that he and I have to be more truthful with each other than me and this guy at the convenience store. And so every relationship that you enter has this subconscious rule book, this subconscious truth contract. And the level of truth that someone is willing to take from you is predicated on the size of that relationship and how much they trust you. So for example, if you're an NLU listener, we have a certain level of truth with you of heart driven, but no BS. We're allowed to give you the kick in the butt that you need, but we're not allowed to like berate you or or be super unkind or that kind of thing but when you hire us as coaches this is why coaching is more valuable than this podcast okay when you hire me as a coach that's a truth contract now it's like listen am i allowed to really tell you can i really tell you why you're losing now am i allowed to do that when you hire me as a coach that's actually my job what i used to do kev when I was younger is I, I knew a lot of answers and I, I'm very grateful for being intelligent math. It's, it's very clear to me why most people aren't winning at their goals. Fitness is a perfect example. A lot of people don't win in fitness and I know why I know the numbers it's calories and they don't exercise consistently and metabolism. And I understand it. I'm Derek Smith. And I just wanted to talk to you real quick about group coaching. I found it to be very beneficial. The biggest thing that I got from it was definitely the, tap out and keeping track of the daily habits. It's much easier to get these priorities done when it's scheduled. That way you know that you're doing them first 
compared to trying to fit them in later. So scheduling it and getting that done first and then having something accountable every single day to do those was definitely beneficial. So if you're thinking about giving group coaching a chance, you should definitely do it. But I used to think I used to have this truth contract all wrong. I used to think that everyone wanted the truth because I've spent my whole life seeking truth. And I used to think people wanted tough feedback. It's not true. When you hire me to coach with me, you do. You're essentially signing up for give me the tough feedback. So I'm at dinner and there's this person in my life who just never loses weight. Always trying to lose weight, never loses weight. Okay? Love this person, keeping it anonymous. Who here knows someone, if you're out there listening or watching this, that always is talking about the diets they're on and losing weight, but they never lose weight. And if they do, they immediately gain it right back. This person I'm talking about literally lost 15 pounds, gained it all back. This is just a yo-yo diet that has been happening for her whole life, quite frankly. And she's like, well, when I had kids and when I quit smoking and, you know, these diets don't work and all this stuff, right? And I said, you know what? I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to say it. I'm just going to say it. So we're at the dinner table and I said, all right, I was a fitness model. I was a fitness coach. I was a fitness competitor. I've coached dozens of people and I've helped them lose weight. One of my clients got to a goal weight way beyond what she thought was possible. Okay, I have the reps here. You want to know why you never lose weight? It's because you've never consistently exercised. That's why. You've been trying to lose weight for the last decade without exercise. And I'm sick of hearing it. I'm sick of hearing it. Until you can exercise consistently. Stop complaining to me about how these diets never work. Because you, half of the equation, okay, you have nutrition and you have exercise. When it comes to weight loss, those are the two. And again, this is the kick in the butt thing. If you're only doing half the equation, you can only expect half the results. And so, and at the time when I did this, I had already been, I'm doing a year of exercise every day. So right now I'm 295 days in. So don't, don't go around telling people and kicking them in the butt and that kind of thing. That's a bad idea. No one wants that. That's how you have no friends. What I will say is if you actually care about someone enough to actually help them, sometimes you're going to have to tell them the hard truth like I just did. And it's not like I'm saying this while I'm not exercising. So make sure you're leading by example. When I'm 295 days in a row of exercising every single day for at least a half an hour, I can say, you know what? That's why. That's the real reason these diets don't work. And honestly, that person is better off with the truth, I think. But am I willing to sacrifice that little hit or that little break in rapport? Or, and I know you struggle with this too. Kev, hardest part of coaching, the team and my clients is being afraid to break rapport. I don't want to hurt my relationship with them. I don't want to hurt my relationship with Emilia. That's the hardest part about starting a business with you and with her is sometimes it's like, no, that's not a good idea. And here's why. And I do know better than you in this instance. And then vice versa, the same deal. Sometimes I have to take the tough feedback as well. Yeah, it's brutal. It's it's one of the hardest things, but it's it's also that understanding that if I don't tell you the truth, you're not going to win and you're going to leave anyway. That's That's the hard thing. Especially with coaching. I think coaching is a very unique thing where you're paying for results. That's been, it's been highlighting for me though, the, it's a, it's a very hard thing to communicate, but if you do it the right way, I really think the vulnerable problem solver of my fear is that if you do that, you're not going to get that result. Are you okay with it? That, that my fear, Alan, is that, or not, you know, I won't 
it's not actually you, but my fear is if you don't start posting on social media, you're not going to have a business to worry about in a year. That's, that's what this, this is a real ass talk. Like we're not, this is a real talk about the livelihood of your life and your business because you don't want to post on social media. Okay. Two options. Decide against what you're doing and that's fine. If you don't want the business, that's fine. Go do it. You can go do another thing. That's, that's all fine. But if you want to continue doing what you're doing and you want to be your own boss and you want to be an entrepreneur, that's most likely what it's going to take for now. That, that, and it's just that. It's that real conversation of, I'm not talking about your podcast. I'm not talking about your speaking abilities. I'm not talking about where you live. I'm talking about your life and the results equating to money going into the bank account, which is necessary for you to live. That's what we're talking about here. Even that is a kick in the butt of like, I'm being real with you. This is real life stuff. This is real life stuff. The fact that you didn't make any money is unacceptable because in a year from today, you're not going to be able to afford to live that that's a kick in the butt, but it's from the place of, I'm afraid if you don't make any changes, we're not going to be having this conversation next time at this time next year. You're not going to be having any business conversations because you're going to, you're not going to be in business anymore. And you might regret that. You're really going to regret that. Are you going to regret losing your business over the fact that you didn't want to do something that you weren't 10 out of 10 excited about? Probably, right? If not, then let's make a different decision and we can go a different direction. If you do feel like you would have been or you will have regretted that, we should probably get it together. Do you agree? Boom. And then you're kind of, at least that's the little kick in the butt. It's not a, hey, you suck, you're the worst, good luck, and then leave. It's a, from my perspective, I'm afraid that if we continue doing what we're doing, you're not going to get the result you want and you're going to be really upset. Can we agree Number one, we want to avoid that. Number two, we trust what I'm saying. And number three, we want to take no action. Cool. That's a nice kick in the butt. Hardest part of leadership right there. Yeah. Building it it sucks. Building trust and building a relationship and then having to provide a negative bid or a negative interaction that it's like Jenga. It's a lot like Jenga. You're building, imagine you take away one of the blocks, you take away one of the blocks, you take away one of the blocks eventually that's going to tumble if you're taking blocks all the time without building them back up. In Jenga, you take blocks out of the bottom and then you put them back on the top. That's a dangerous game. In this analogy, what you should do in your relationships is understand the truth contract well enough to where you're strategic with when you're taking blocks out. Because Mm -hmm. to the guy at the convenience store, of course, I think that he could probably benefit from exercising consistently, but I don't have a relationship. That's not my place. You know, he wasn't in shape and I think exercise is good. I think that would be important for him. I'm not going to, Hey, by the way, you should probably consider working out. Like that's not my place. That's not right. That's not, that's not what I want to do. I don't want to save everybody. But what I do think is important is you have people in your life that you work with and that you live with and that you care about and that, that really need help. And I think, I know this will be a challenge when I'm a parent where it's like, where is that line of like love, but also a little bit of tough love. I remember I used to play a lot of basketball, pick up basketball. And one of the people that helped me get really good at basketball is someone who said, dude, okay. Yeah. Good call on the time. Uh, so I was playing basketball, intramural basketball with this person and I thought he was being mean Uh, when in reality, he's like, dude, tough love. Like we have to, we're trying to win, right? Like it was just tough love. And he was right. He was right. He's like, do something with the goddamn ball, man. Like, what are we doing? Pass that thing, right? And and he's a better basketball player. If he wasn't, 
I would not have listened to him. He's a very strong basketball player. So you kind of have to have, you have to have the ground to stand on. You have to have the credibility. You have to be vulnerable and honest and actually have their best interest at heart. And then you have to be strategic at the level of truth that you can give based on the level of the relationship that you've built. And you have to know where they're at. If they're really having a hard day, I'm not going to say, hey, by the way, the reason it's not working, like if your self-esteem is in the tank, the last thing I want to do is hurt your self-esteem more. But if the tough love is going to actually create a game plan that can build self-esteem, you know, it's always a judgment call. And, And this is the hardest part of leadership and of coaching, in my opinion, is knowing where you're at where the relationship is at, where the other person's current emotional state is at, what is distorted in their understanding, making sure that you're not distorting their understanding by by thinking you're right when you're not, and 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 then how do you communicate it in a way where it actually gets through and they understand it the way you understand it and you don't hurt the relationship long term. Very, very difficult. I'm coaching someone right now on how to coach. That's really what we're talking a lot about, which is like how do you actually coach someone without without creating trauma deep episodes we recorded this one last week so it was it was been a deep it has been a deep week of episodes all right we gotta pop because you gotta call next level nation tomorrow for episode number 1198 one powerful question to help you understand yourself better because at the end of the day self-awareness is a superpower as always we love you appreciate you grateful for each and every one of you and at nlu we do not have fans we have family we will talk to you all tomorrow We will see you at the next level. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Next Level University. We love connecting with the Next Level family. We mean it when we say family. If you ever need anything, please reach out to us directly. Everything you need to get a hold of us is in the show notes. Thank you again, and we will talk to you tomorrow.